Shit. <laughs> Hi everyone. Hi. Hello. Hello. I'm just lighting a candle here to like, make it oh, a little cozier. I have cozy. a nice, like, natural energy drink, but I left it so far away. <laughs> Run and get it. Okay. Should I? You can wait. Okay. Yes. Hold on. I, hold on. I also love your shirt, Isabella. Thank you. <laughs> what is it? It's like a leopard. Mmm. Like drawing. How are you, Miss Padia? I'm good. I'm fine. I'm living. I'm working. Yeah. Oh my God. I can imagine. <laughs> How are you guys? Well, you know, I'm good. I'm fine working. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was me. I want to enter my employed era so badly. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of pros and cons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think the. Some cons are really bad. Some pros are really pro. But yeah, the, the money is always nice, of course. Yes, that's always a pro. Mm, I just feel like when you're doing like at least one thing, I feel like that makes you feel like you're getting gaining forward momentum, momentum yeah. on everything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. And like it really mm -hmm. propels you forward. Yeah, it changes your mindset. 100% like the other day I caught myself like wanting to start running again and I did and I realized it was literally for that one reason because I feel like if I'm physically moving forward then I'm mentally moving forward mm -hmm. yeah exercise does that even like I found it when I studied uh cleaning <laughs> made me like feel like I moved forward because <laughs> you got something done Yes. <laughs> Wait, did you study cleaning? What is that? No, no, no. When when I when I was studying, ah, like okay. yeah, uh, college cleaning days. college days, cleaning my apartment after school made me feel like I moved forward. <laughs> In some ways, it's super weird. Yeah. I also feel like cleaning. Like I can't really do much like creative work or even just like. I don't know, sending an email in a messy room, you know, uh -huh. it's just so uncomfortable. Same. And then you feel like you have to clean the whole house before you can do anything. Oh, yeah. Guys. Can definitely relate to that. It's been known to you that I hate cleaning. <laughs> but. Oh, man. I will. I do like to have my room nice and I will clean that well and often. And now my thing is like with the decorating and making it nice. I feel like my clean is just like making it nice and having like the things I want on my walls and like it makes me feel better. And like th is, that's being creative. Is this really the first topic of our first episode? <laughs> it doesn't have to be. We can move on. Cleaning, cleaning the house. No, but I mean, but, it's uh, a way that helps, I guess, if you're feeling like you're in a rut. Yeah, it's I adulthood guess we're also, as well. <laughs> we're also just catching up. Yeah, we're literally we catching are. up. We're not trying to teach anyone anything. Nor should no. we. <laughs> Nor should we. Um, but if we're going to get into it, I had a question. First off, about specific, cleaning? No. <laughs> just as we were <laughs> discussing in the group chat previously, 
things that others are not privy to. Um, Nicholas, what was up with the cat food commercial? Okay. It's not that, it's like, it's nothing too impactful, but it impacted me when I watched it. (laughs) Um, Okay. Just, I was just like about to watch a YouTube video and then the ad came up and it was an ad for cat food. And there were like some images of the cat, you know, walking around the house and there was this pop song playing. But then when the vocals came, they were only saying meow. So it was like meow, 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 you know, and it, I was like, how is the? are they like the first people to ever do this? They can't be because it's so genius. And it was I don't know. It was just perfect. I remember but... back in high school, there was this cat sound th- song that that went viral. I don't know if you guys have heard it, but it, I mean, I heard it everywhere. Everyone was really into it. So I've, I've heard cat songs before. I think it's a uh, thing. It's okay, an evolution. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's, yeah. it's not an, it's not imitation, but it's definitely taking from somewhere. But on the, on the same cat food. <laughs> commercial mm-hmm. topic mm-hmm. Isabella probably you probably remember this but in Brazil there used to be a commercial for Whiskas sachet okay and it was a genius commercial because it was like through the point of view of the cat so the oh, human yeah, is, yeah, yeah. the human is talking to the cat and the cat is just hearing like blah 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 and then it says Whiskas sachet so it's like blah 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 Whiskas sachet blah 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 Whiskas that's the only thing the cat understands yeah, 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 which yeah, is the, yeah. the name of the food <laughs> That is genius. It's hilarious. Cat food commercials are actually innovating. Um, <laughs> they're actually pulling and pushing the film industry forward. Mm. Dude, advertising in general and social media, they, it, like a huge impact on filmmaking, I think, in my opinion. Mm. Definitely. There, there's, a, there's a commercial uh, show in Sweden where well, it was like a few years ago where they showed like weird commercials throughout like from all over the world uh-huh. <laughs> like <laughs> it was so weird how some people like went the wrong direction to make a commercial about like food or yeah cat food but I'm gonna yeah. find it and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys what it is to the next next episode yeah we need to add on to the cat commercial cinematic universe <laughs> yes <laughs> But I remember also, like, as a kid, at least, I don't remember, like, recently, but I remember watching a TV show like that as well, where it was just a compilation of interesting commercials from all over the world. And, yeah, a lot of good stuff in there. Mm -hmm. But I have big news. (gasps) My dad is releasing a book. Oh my god. What? Yeah, he's been writing it throughout like I think for a couple of years, maybe during the pandemic. I, I mean, he actually started before the pandemic and then he kind of gave up on it and then he got back to it during the pandemic and it's ready and he was doing his research about like publishing companies and things like this and then he just decided to release it independently through Amazon um digitally. And then he can think about printed printed copies later, you know. But yeah, he told me today that he's signing up to the Amazon creator account thing today. And 
Bitch is coming from my gig. Yeah. She is. She's going to be famous <laughs> before you. <laughs> what is the book about? Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like, a f- it's very much inspired on his uh, career. Uh, like he was a stockbroker for many years. And he's very, he's very interested in this uh, stock market situation. So the the main characters, I believe, they work in a, in a bank where they sell stocks, and they start to come up with ways to battle like hunger in the world. Um, but I don't know if you guys know how selling stocks works, but you have clients, right? You're like the bridge between. Mm-hmm. between the system and the clients and uh so there's a lot of different clients and different characters in the story while there's like this main plot of the main workers and then every once in a while there's like a new character that's a client and then i also think they he really goes into depth in like the main characters families which are also other characters and their personal lives but i mean and growing up i never really saw my dad reading much besides the newspaper (laughs) but that does a lot i think reading the newspaper like it's it's a habit like adds up for sure oh for sure reading anything right yeah but Mm -hmm. um it's because my mom reads a lot like my mom she can read like she reads so much so i always thought my mom would be the one releasing something like some Mm -hmm. some writing you know but (laughs) turns out it was my dad those anyway. are so unexpected. That's so fun. When is the release? Uh, I don't know how fast like the uploading system works, but I think it's pretty fast. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll definitely let you guys know when it's out. Please do. That's so exciting. Wait, I'm ah, going to buy it. It's such a cool but Padia, I think it's only in Portuguese for now. I think it needs to be translated. Oh. Yeah. But will he translate it? No, I think one someone from our family might translate it because my mm-hmm. aunt is like an I I don't know if there's like a certificate for translators. There probably is. Yeah, I think so. But my aunt and my mom have worked with translations like for years as well, like as a side gig. And my uncle as well, like three of them. Wow. So I don't think it'll be that hard to find someone. No. Damn. Good job, dad. (laughs) (laughs) I think the only thing I know about stocks comes from the Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very much. Very much that. Right? <laughs> yeah. So I'd love to know more. I also had a question for Padia. Yeah. Why are you looking for a camera? And why that specific camera that you talked about on the group chat? Oh, was I've that been, on the group I've chat? Been, uh, it was. I remember it all, baby. Okay. I don't remember, <laughs> but enlighten me. Well, I, I love I love film. I love like analog cameras so i was like stumbled upon this camera I've, I've actually looked for this camera for a very long time even when i was in berlin but i can't find it in a good um condition like condition yeah so if you guys see it in brazil or germany please let me know i'll look for sure. desperately looking for one it's great it's beautiful how did you find it um just like i don't know i'm like i'm 
as a hobby, I look through different analog cameras and who've used it and how they look like when when the pictures are developed. <laughs> like there's this YouTube channel, that guy that tries out different analog cameras and he shows how the, the pictures turns out to be like after the development, etc. But yeah, that's, that's how I idea. stumbled upon it. Yeah. Nice. It's cool. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have analog cameras? No. I sold no? mine. Yeah, oh, I have a I have a picture one, not a film one. Oh yeah. But it was actually Elias's mom, Elias's mom's camera. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I fucking love that camera. It's really nice. It's really good. <laughs> like every pictures you've taken with it, it's amazing. I really love that camera. It's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> it's because it's a uh, it's half analog, half like automatic. Mm -hmm. um so you don't really like you don't really have to do much with the settings in order to get a good picture because mm -hmm. i that's the problem that a lot of people have i believe with analog cameras it's like the you know how to get the right exposure and everything and but with this one there's a lot of automatic features so mm -hmm. it helps a lot makes it easier i guess yeah for sure so have you guys shot or maybe Nicholas have you ever shot in like analog or have you done analog filming never never, never no. would you like to of course I mean it's like the um, I don't know how can I say this mm. of course of course I would like to to film like with a film camera but i feel like it's it's safer to do it digitally right yeah. because you can see how it looks immediately like there's a lot of a lot of advantages yeah to um to doing like digitally but the outcome of the film like of the actual image you know like in the film roll it's so beautiful compared to the digital mm -hmm. version that it's it's like you it's worth it, you know, yeah. all those risks. But it was not until recently that I actually saw for the first time, like a film film camera working because this guy had one and he brought it to this party. So he was just filming stuff at the party. And that was the first time I ever saw one like in real life, in Good. real life, like yeah. someone doing it. So I mean, cool. besides besides those like cassette ones, you know, because yeah. those are also quite nice. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking about like, like film rolls, not film cassettes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Was it like a Super 8 he had? Because a lot of people have those. Probably, I don't really know. Yeah. Like it was at a, at a party. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's fucking. That's so cool to have a analog film camera in a party. Yeah, but I think you need a lot of light mm -hmm. for it to turn out good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I was gonna say I think it's the same for like recording music on tape it's like of course you would like to but the reality of it like if you're the one who has to handle it and you're not an expert you're the one figuring it out that sounds so scary definitely and like having yeah, because... to layer that it's like and cut actually physically cut like mm -hmm. it blows and mind. if something goes wrong it's all your fault and yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, that's how, like, oh, yeah. I think sound 
sound engineers came to be because they had they needed someone to like handle those very specific and like technical things and now it's i guess a bit easier oh yeah even like back in the days when you when you shot on film i think you had to do like the editing everything on spot like at the same time while you do the filming and the actors no you you do the take sorry you do the takes and then you collect all the roles you know like you save them until you're done filming shooting the whole film and then Uh you start editing i mean i guess people can start editing the film while they're they're still shooting but it's like Mm -hmm. you finish the day you hand out the role to someone and then they will go to the dark room and do the whole the whole the editing physically you know oh okay that's easier but now nowadays <laughs> they did nowadays they digitalize the film so you shoot everything on film you digitalize it and then you decide it on the computer mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah, yeah. so much easier thank thank god <laughs> can you imagine there's a that... lot of people yeah no go on <laughs> but a lot of people go back to like analog recording if we talk about like music because yeah. it gets that warmth sound that digital doesn't do yeah you don't get like those like harmonic overtones mm-hmm. um even with like emulations what are emulations uh like uh like pedal like digital emulations uh they try to make it like digitally like the sound would be but it's never the same like they're do with pedals with eqs with compressors but yeah but then you mean like uh, recreating the analog sound yeah but it never works because you you, you're not getting that electricity like it'll never fully make up for that but there are some pretty close ones Mm -hmm. but i mean there's a reason why people still use the physical gear yeah i actually have a friend coming to berlin tomorrow for a week oh and ooh. if you guys have any suggestions you guys as in patty and isabella <laughs> if you have any suggestions of things to do in berlin um or things that you liked doing when you guys were here let me know uh what about the chanel museum uh, i think it's the gucci you know the gucci oh it's gucci yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe I could look that up. I don't know how interested my friend is in fashion, but that's a good idea. Did you go to the photography museum in Berlin? Mm, No, I don't think so. They have a permanent Helmut Newton exposition, which is like he photographed all the celebrities. Did we go, Isabella? Yeah, did you see it? I went with a friend of mine that visited me. Oh. But it was really Is it the one in Rosenthalerplatz? I don't remember. Hmm. Is wait, Nicholas, are the clubs open in Berlin? Still? I have no idea. Because I thought <laughs> there was a big coronavirus wave, like a big COVID problem right yeah, now. Yeah, I heard about it. I don't know. Are we really going to talk about it? <laughs> it's we don't so have sad. to. We can it's just like... ignore the elephant in the room. Oh my God. Today. I, I usually, like, I understand the restrictions, you know, like, I understand everything I've followed. But today was probably one of the only days where I was like, I cannot with this mask anymore. Like, 
it was bothering me so much after like almost two years, you know. <laughs> I know it's a ridiculous complaint, but oh my God, I can't wait I for a maskless yeah. world. But you don't have Come to wear to a mask Sweden. outside, right? <laughs> Come to Sweden. <laughs> Uh, only in I only have to wear them in uh, yeah closed spaces. Yeah. What about the clubs? Have you do you have to go into the clubs with masks? You only ask about the clubs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I oh, think I heard about how much I miss the clubs. Miss the club. <laughs> but what about the clubs? <laughs> uh, I haven't been to like I don't, I don't know if they're even open to be honest, um, but I've been to a couple of bars and you just show your vaccination card or or a negative test and then um, then they let you in and then no one needs to wear a mask inside because everyone's technically getting checked right. Mm. But there's a lot that could go wrong still anyway. Like people can make false tests and like they can not check properly at the door. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> I mean, you could also go to like um, Mall Park <laughs> for of the markets. Course. Yeah, because yeah. it's a yeah. it's the thing you have to do when you go to Berlin, I guess, or people visiting Berlin. Yeah, and uh, there is a snow forecast for next week. No, in November. Yeah. Yeah, apparently, like, I think we talked about this maybe, but apparently we're going to have, like, a normal, like, an average winter in Europe. But yeah. when they mean average, they mean, like, on a way bigger scale because average in the past, like, 10 years, it's been quite warm mm -hmm. in the winter, you know? Maybe not 10 years, but, like... Around that time. Yeah, like, yeah. in the past decade. <laughs> decade yeah. It's been, like relatively like warm winters not so much snow you know but apparently this year we're gonna have a regular berlin winter which means it's gonna be fucking cold mm -hmm. and it already is pretty cold and it's mid-november oh, but yeah it's all it's already like minus something at night like minus two Shit. that's delicious <laughs> enjoy <laughs> Well, well, Isabella lives in the warmth, the warmth of Brazil. Yes, oh, a tropical man. country. That's so nice. But um, are you going? Yeah, you're going to Denmark as well. Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't think I'm going to Denmark at all. You're sticking <sighs> in Berlin for the rest of the year. I think year. I'm spending Christmas in Berlin. Mm. Fun, fun, fun. Are you gonna buy a Christmas tree? I was thinking about it, you should but do it. Nice. I don't know. I don't know if I have enough space in the apartment. I mean, have it in the you corner. Have a tiny right? one. Yeah. Mm. They have them in different sizes. Do you remember the Christmas tree I had? Yeah, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> do something like that. A small oh one. <laughs> a baby one. Yeah. That Christmas tree was in a pot at the end when i got back to berlin <laughs> it was half dead in a pot well that's christmas yeah. that's christmas when it's over it's over 
but the problem about like getting a Christmas tree is also that I don't have enough decoration to decorate the whole tree. So I need to get some decoration as well. Or you make some your decorations. Own. Yeah, own. we've made some last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Isn't but it I want like, like a Danish? Yeah. I want like a nice looking one with nice decoration. You I know? feel like it's a thing like I feel like you should have peace in your decisions of investing decorations for Christmas because you're in Germany. Like it's the country that came up with a Christmas tree. And I'll, I can reuse them next year. Yeah, exactly. it's basically you're going to have them for like a very long time. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Dude, I threw away so many Christmas decoration when I moved <laughs> back. If if only I knew. <laughs> but what are your plans for Christmas? Uh, well, I'm gonna be be with the family for Christmas, Sweden. The usual, snowy. snowy. And wh- what are your Christmas traditions? What do you guys do? It's so weird. It's it's in Sweden. You watch like this fucking Kalanka, like um, yeah. Yule Kalena. Yeah, yeah, Yule Kalena. You watch that with the whole family, then you eat Christmas food, and talk, hang out, and then you go home. <laughs> maybe you get a present, maybe. Maybe. Ah, you, <laughs> do, you, do you usually eat out somewhere? No, no. So it's it's everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> Every year is like in a different house. So this year is going to be a, in our house. Like last year it was in my stepdad's family's or sister's house. So this year is in our house. We get the Christmas tree out. We cook a lot of food. The family comes over. We have a we have a party. Cozy. Nice. Yeah. Cozy, yeah. What about you, Isabella? We literally just hang out and watch Christmas movies. Like that's like also a lot fine. Of food. Yeah. Like that's the vibe. Listen to Christmas music or watch Christmas movies and eat. Yeah, also because it's like the peak of summer. <laughs> yeah, like we have the AC on. And then it's like New Year's. I feel like in Brazil, New Year's is much it's bigger, bigger than Christmas. It's bigger than Christmas. I, like, I yeah. agree. You go to the beach. It's just like a nice... It's just a holiday. Like a yeah, also, New Year's is probably my favorite holiday. It's the best holiday. Like, arguably, it's the best holiday because there's... Okay, it's universal. It's universal. Um... No religious implications. No religious implications. I mean, there's always some, like, especially in Brazil, there's a lot of religious, like, rituals that they do on New Year's. Yeah, but, like, in general. It's almost cultural, I would say. Like, not to appropriate anything, but. Yeah, it's cultural and it's just so hopeful. Yeah. And also the fact that it's summer and everyone goes to the beach. Yeah. And, um,. I don't know if we've told we've talked about this with Padia, but they have this tradition uh, of wearing white for on New Year's. Oh. You know, like they have this uh, this thing that says where like this is that the clothes, the color of the clothes you wear on New Year's, you know, it's it's what you want or what you're gonna you'll attract get. for the yeah. yeah, what you'll get then in the next year. So like yellow is money or something like this, you know, like green is something. Wow. Yeah, superstitious things. And then white is peace. So everyone wears something white, you know? And mm-hmm. it's, uh, there was one, because, and this is not a thing in Europe at all. No. So there was one year where we were spending uh, New Year's in Hamburg. 
And my mom was like, no, I need to be in all white <laughs> because this is <laughs> so lot. depressing. In the middle blah, blah, blah. of winter. <laughs> in the middle of winter. So she like managed to get like white pants, white shoes, white coat, white beanie, white everything. And she was like, <laughs> That's full amazing. on white. I love that. An ice princess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the original beautiful. Elsa. Yeah, so everyone OG. is wearing white then on New Year. Yeah. Or just some people. Every, most, people, most people. Most people. Most people. Okay. Like, they do a lot of gold too, but I think that's yeah. like both hemispheres. It's the, like it's very common to see as well. Like you wear white white pants or a white shirt, you know, and then you mix the colors. Mm-hmm. But white is very much present in like yeah. most people. And that's so beautiful, though. But what do you guys eat for Christmas? Do you have like a Christmas? A signature dish do you have there's like no. a roast usually a roast mm-hmm. i think but. turkey no is popular in brazil yeah. for christmas turkey okay. i think my grandma does turkey Same. there's always like a bunch of desserts like chocolate cake or oh. like um strawberry cake or something like that mm-hmm. but i don't know if, if that's just my family <laughs> um but I usually I feel like turkey is what we eat, like ham. Delicious. You know, yeah. and then rice, of course, always. And then they put cloves in the rice during this time of the year. At least mm-hmm. my family did. Yeah, a lot of people do, I think. Or like yeah. raisins. Ooh. Yeah, raisins, yeah. That's that's delicious. Do you have like the uh what's it called? You have a very famous dessert. It's like a fruit dipped in something. For for Christmas? No, just in Brazil in general. I don't know if if you have it for Christmas or wait. A fruit dipped dipped in what? In something. I think it's chocolate. Maybe it's banana or something. I mean, there is this thing that they do with bananas, like they I think they do this everywhere in the world, yeah. but I but it's, it's like, like chocolate they, fondue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like cut slices of banana and then they put it on a pan and then mm-hmm. they just like, you know, yeah. fry it a little bit and then they yeah. just put um cinnamon, cinnamon and sugar and then it's like a little dessert. Mm. Sounds delicious. But they they dip all everything in chocolate, I think, like oh. all kinds of fruits. <laughs> oh yeah, pineapple as well, right? Anything we can get our anything hands on. okay <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a seasonal indulgence like we'll have it whenever like we have like mall yeah. kiosks with like mm-hmm. things like that yeah okay but like sweden has a bunch of like nice sweets right at the, this time of the year oh yeah we have delicious sweets we have delicious sweets around all around the year <laughs> I yeah feel like like i i haven't had like I feel like Sweden has the best bakeries and sweets, candies, all that. Um, and I I really didn't have it. Like no hate for Germany. I love Germany, mm-hmm. but I didn't find anything good as 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 it's here over there. So, but yeah, for now for Christmas we eat a lot of herrings, which I hate. Herrings. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a of- kind of fish. fish? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But what's um what's your favorite Swedish pastry or like what would you get at the place you work at? I mean cinnamon bun is like the classic. <laughs> I think it's delicious. 
And I love carrot cakes. Is that the the gifla? No, 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 it's not. But I guess it has. Uh, they're like cousins, maybe. Yeah. Is it like a cinnamon roll? Yeah, it's a cinnamon yeah. roll. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice, nice. I But like, like Sweden has a commercial, like an industrialized version of it, where you get it in like a little plastic bag, you know? Yeah. You yeah. buy it at stores. And exactly. They had it in Germany. You probably had it. Yeah, I had gift that in, in Germany. Yeah, I think yeah. Lidl has it. Yeah, it's oh, very Lidl. like. <laughs> <laughs> But would you get like so you would get the cinnamon roll at your cafe? Yeah, well, we have uh, cardamom, uh, yeah, rolls, which is exactly like the cinnamon, but it's cardamom, and I oh, think it's more delicious. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, my whole life, until I was like 23 or something, I had mm -hmm. never had a marzipan croissant. <laughs> And I, I don't I think had me it, either. Dude, I, I like had marzipan. it in Germany. <gasps> oh my God. It's It changed my life. It was so good. Well, you had It's it like, in Denmark? I had it here in Berlin, like oh. around the corner at the bakery. And I always like, I usually just get the nougat, you know, like the chocolate croissant. Because yeah it's common but mm -hmm. then one day Elias got the marzipan one and I tried it and I was like oh my god <laughs> so delicious I have to try it when I get back they have this like brie cheese with apple and jam on at the croissant place close to Panierstrasse where I used to live oh my god you should you... go there and try that one it's so good I'll bring my friend there yes you lived close to so many good places I did. I did. <laughs> so sad. Yeah. Do you plan on coming back at some point? I am. Most definitely. Give me so time. You don't, <laughs> so you don't want to go to France anymore? I do want to go to France. <laughs> <laughs> But you want to go on a vacation to France, right? You don't want to yes. like stay there. Yes. I mean, I've never been there, so I can't really decide. Right. Mm. You know? But we'll see. We'll see where life gets us. But I don't want to be here. <laughs> But you're manifesting run. it. Yeah, like, I am. Doing it. I am. Should we take a break now and then we'll come back and we should do that. Talk about manifesting. Sure, I think it's been it's been 30, about seven minutes. 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, we can take oh, a little break. We're back. The Zoom lady that says that rec the recording is in progress, like, it's Jigsaw. It's uh, She's my Jigsaw. <laughs> hmm. We're back from Hi, the yeah. break. Sorry, I'm eating something. But <laughs> where did you say this was behind you? Oh, it's, a, it's, it's a Ikea. <laughs> It's insane. Yeah, you're in Ikea, <laughs> of course. I mean, she's in Sweden. Come on. I'm in Sweden, but I have a very abstract, I guess, painting behind me. And it's quite cool. You look like it's, you're it's Ikea. in a studio in like Manhattan or something. Maybe I am. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Everyone is missing out on this background. You guys are... We It's can post it somewhere. 
we can we post can. it somewhere. But um, shouldn't isn't this a good time to talk about the platform where we're releasing this? Actually, yes, yes, yes. So we're releasing this on Substack. <laughs> Sorry, we're just making faces. <laughs> Would you like to add something? <laughs> Was that a real question? Yeah, do you want to add Ah, something? no, I don't no. want to add anything. <laughs> so, guys, if you don't know what Substack is, like, get into Just it, okay? Google like, it. You should Google it. You should know what it is. It's a cool platform. It's an up-and-coming platform. It started as a platform just for writers to, like, it's a newsletter, so you subscribe and you get stuff directly on your email. So we're uploading through that platform. And you don't need to subscribe to get the podcast, but it's cool if you do because it is more intimate and it goes right to your email and you get like an extra message on there. And as more people subscribe, we're going to be posting like other things throughout the month whether it's writing or like photography like or like audio memos like really anything um yeah so subscribe it's gonna be cool it's it's the place to contact us or be in touch or say whatever you want to say yeah i mean we'll have an instagram too like we're recording this before we have anything but like we're going to have other stuff, but the main thing is Substack. And if you're not subscribed, you're going to miss out on a lot of cool things. Mm-hmm. Including Padia's background. Including <laughs> Padia's amazing artful background. And she looks like she's in an office, but it's 2002. And she's in Sex and the City. No. <laughs> in a cool way. In a cool way. <laughs> <laughs> I would say like Andy Warhol or something. <laughs> Sex in a City? Maybe like Carrie's friend. Yeah, it's giving apartment. Carrie's whole art friend. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, you guys will see that if you subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. subscribe. So what we were talking about before the break, were we talking about moving? Manif manifesting. Manifesting, moving. I want to move as well. Not this year, Where do you want to move? Soon. I mean, we all know that, no? LA? Eventually. But first, I just want to like my own apartment here. Because oh, I really? Wanna, yeah. Because I feel like I'm going to be here for a little while. Just because if I end up moving to another country, I want to go with like my career started and you, know, you guys know i've been entering my songwriter era again yeah and i've been writing basically like a song every month since i moved back home since late mid-june i guess so i love that i can't wait to hear those songs though oh my god Maybe they'll be on Substack. Who knows? Maybe they'll be on Substack. Boom. Maybe I'll post We should demos. have like do 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 do. Oh my god! You, you could you can add that when you're editing. <laughs> We're gonna have, I don't know. <laughs> let's add sound design. Let's add like video game sound design. <laughs> mm. 
For the next episode, you should just connect like a pad or, or like a MIDI or something and then select those sounds and then you can play it live. <gasps> I think During we have to have, like a, have yeah. that? I don't have that. I don't have that budget. I have to look that up. I have no idea. You can do it on Ableton with an Ableton pad, but I don't have mm-hmm. that. Do you have you that? You can just edit it. I do it in post. Yeah. I want one Let's so just do badly. it in post. Okay. <laughs> we could do the like the sound ourselves and then edit it. What yeah. do you mean? You mean like Foley? <laughs> you mean like mouth? So I, I would be like, boo, 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 boo. and then I would just like replace that with the sound. And that's the sample that we always use. <laughs> exactly. You right now. But what about? I, I, I have a very important question. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I, I'll save my question for later. <laughs> Are you guys? Uh, <laughs> do you want to go first? You can no, go first. No, you can go. Okay. <laughs> but are you guys also like really concerned with the amount of sugar you consume? Because I think I consume way too much sugar in a day. I'm not. But you, mm, not me either. I'm not that much into sugar. I've never been either. Yeah, okay. Damn. But you a, are, Nicholas. <laughs> I thought it was a bigger, like, a, a more societal issue. issue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A big, you have to be careful with big sugar. Did you just eat a Nutella sandwich? No, it was cheese. Why? Oh, it was okay. cheese. Okay. Oh, that's good. But do you eat a lot of fruit? Because then that's healthy sugar. Mm-hmm. Not fruit, but vegetables for sure. Then that's fine. Like, but I, it's because I have my coffee with sugar, and then sometimes at work I just have way too much coffee. How much and coffee are you I, having? I have like at least at least two cups a day. That's like, not that bad. Come on. But but there's a, <laughs> there's extra sugar. It's like it's they're they're sweet, you know? It's like a vanilla cappuccino. Can you replace uh, that with like milk instead? <laughs> not that it does the same job. But. Maybe um tea, but I mean I'm not a big tea person. You can oh. do like um sweetener, like artificial sweeteners. But the thing the problem is it's a machine, so I just press whatever oh. i want and then it just gives it to me you know yeah which is also a bit scary because i don't really know what's in that coffee i don't think you should <laughs> worry i don't think you should worry but yeah okay anyway we can cut this part out it was very <laughs> no personal. i want i want the sugar <laughs> rant i want i want it in i want it in the episode <laughs> Ready to fight well, well, what was your question or are you concerned about any intake in like any anything no, else besides no. sugar or i was as a teenager i think like i think before i caught myself i was well on my way to having an eating disorder as a teenager because i was like counting calories so i feel like i really like train my brain out of it because otherwise i know that i'll fully lose it just because i'm such an anxious person so if there's if something like shows up that i can like control then i'll do it so mm-hmm. i can't let myself like get too much into it wow but i think that's like that happens a lot like especially with women so yeah i mean good job though that you could get yourself out of it thank you do you have any tips for people who struggle maybe how to get yourself out of it (sighs) dude i have no idea I have no idea. I think like what helped me was like getting busy and like focusing my attention on on things that were like not me and my body. Like mm-hmm. stopped 
looking at myself and looking at everything else around me and like making things. Damn. <laughs> I didn't think we would get serious on the first Yeah, time. me neither. <laughs> I actually wanted to ask something really happy. I wanted to know like about your album and like where that was at and like when I would get to hear something because I want to hear boo, something boo, very badly. Boo, boo, boo. And if you subscribe right now, you will get access to. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So I actually didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, you don't want to talk about it. It's, it's signed an NDA. It was. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually, um, he has a deal with Sony Music, and he's signed an NDA. He can talk about it. Okay. Are you kidding me? Bro, <laughs> who imagine? are we? <laughs> no, but uh, I just didn't want to talk about it because I don't really know how long it's going to take to finish the whole process. So no, I understand that. And I don't know. I feel like a lot of things could happen in between. Mm-hmm. And things can change. And I don't know. I feel like I need to let it solidify a little bit first. And also, I'm just really, really scared of, like, coming out as a singer because all my friends, like, all the people that I hang out with here in Berlin, like, they're they're mostly musicians and they take yeah. music very seriously and they have a very different taste, like, compared to my taste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I don't think a lot of them will, like, appreciate it that much or they'll be like, what are you doing? You know, you're not really a musician but yeah. yeah anyway i talked to elias about it and he was like you can do it just for lols and just for fun and i was like yeah it's just like it's a hobby it's i'm doing it because because i want to not because i want to live off of it and i want it to become a successful career like if it doesn't work out cool but it's just like it's another medium for me to express myself and be artistic 100%. yeah and you shouldn't, like, always have that mentality of, like, how do you say it is? Satisfy everyone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, as long as you do it for yourself and because you like it and have fun with it. <laughs> yeah. That's all as, that matters. As long as I please one person, I think yeah. it's okay. <laughs> like, Besides we love myself. it. We love it. We're going to love it. I think it's yeah. great. But let's say one stranger, one someone who doesn't know me and is not, like, biased, you know? Yeah. But also the best part of it is doing it with Padia. Yeah. (laughs) But I'll definitely... Mm-hmm. I'll definitely send you the tracks for feedback, Isabella. Because I I really want to... I really want your... Your... uh, What what do you call it? No, there's there's an expression Isabella always uses. I I think she's like... I think she's just like your mind or something. My mind. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm embarrassed. Um, I want your opinion before we master it. Like, okay. Yeah. I want to listen so badly because but, what I heard, I loved your lyrics. Because very uh, rarely for me, like growing up, I felt like I connected with lyrics that were in Portuguese. And oh. I feel like you you gave that to me. Oh. <laughs> Yay. But Pat is really the one who knows how it's going because <laughs> yeah, I haven't really like done anything since the summer. Yeah, but we I mean, we had a good time, a very intensive mm. um 
studio session the past 10 days you were there <laughs> we were here but it was yeah, fun. it was fun it was yeah. really fun i loved it we had it. some vocal warm-ups we had some uh, a lot of takes but like i i'm really proud of you that you took it so like it was so brave of, brave of you or just like stand there and sing the song right away and you try different different techniques and you did those techniques and it kind of stuck with you and it's impressive babe <laughs> but that's the thing i don't think i could have done this with someone else like i think oh. you you were the perfect person thank you like yeah i mean it's another thing when you know someone you know yeah, yeah. if you're comfortable with them it's easier for you to like open up or yeah and you know my story as well like mm -hmm. as in like we've we had worked together before worked as in like me being an actor. a loose term <laughs> yes. yeah patty being <laughs> one of one of my actresses that career stopped really quickly <laughs> and makeup artist and sound recording like exactly. sound recordist but it's good when you know how someone works, like even if it's in another context, like it makes things so much better. Yes. I can't wait. <clears throat> is that a is that an ambulance? Yeah, I think it's Isabella's. Is it? Or... <laughs> Let's let it pass. Let's big city. Big city girl. But you dress, but you dress like um like a country girl. I sometimes. Do. I have it in my heart. Yeah, or you have girl. that. Indie Living folky. in a country world. Yes. Yeah. Actually, or should I should I save it for the shout out? My shout out is a folk album. <gasps> I forgot about the shout out. Was I supposed to bring a shout out? You were. Oh my god. Okay, I guess I'll just have to think of something through think, through yeah. the episode. But yeah. it's okay. It's all right. Um, should we go uh, into the topic? But Isabella can also give her a shout out. Oh, so we're yeah. doing the shout out now? Or should because... we do it like the end? Wait, yeah. wait, wait. I'm a bit confused. Like what, what, what were you going to say? Me? No, yeah. Pat, uh, Isabella. Me? Yeah. Before uh, we decided to do the shout out. What? What's happening? No, I was just <laughs> saying like, because I felt like it was reaching a natural end and I was like, because we were talking about being folky and indie and I was like, oh, my shout out is a folk album. But I was like, we can leave it towards the end if this is not the end. We're going to have to cut all of this, by the way. No, yeah, just yeah. go ahead. Just, <laughs> just, just go ahead and talk about the, the folk album. Oh, okay. So my shout out this week, the folk album is Leftovers by Loren. It's her debut album um from this label like everything i like it turns out it's by them secretly canadian and it's just such a beautiful album like lots of like gorgeous finger picking like really strong vocals steel guitars i love steel guitars there are not enough steel guitars in the music industry it's just such a mournful sound um and yeah i feel like everyone should listen to it like also like very hopeful very hopeful very uplifting lyrics. I feel like we need that. Everyone needs that right now. Um, so I recommend Diane and Friends Are Miracles off of that. Who's next? Dope. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
make sure to uh, send us the link or something for easy access. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, my but... shout out. Should I go? Yes. It's so random. Yeah, yeah. But it's this this YouTube channel called Chicken Shop Dates. It's Love so it. fucking good. Work. Yes. It's this girl like interviewing different artists and in a chicken shop and she's on a date, a very awkward date with them. So check it out. <laughs> it's great. But that's like the premise of the channel, right? They're all all the videos are awkward dates on the shop or what exactly yeah some are like cooking shows but very awkward and bad love it we love to see it yes i i love someone who like really commits to the bit i feel like if you yeah. have, if you've never seen it something that you can like describe the channel and this person as is like they commit to the bit oh they do <laughs> she does she does <laughs> I don't think I have a shout out. Do I have to do a shout out this week? You don't the, have to. It's the first no, episode. You don't have to. I guess you can shout us out. <laughs> no, like, I'm going to shout podcast. <laughs> I am going to shout out. I am going to shout out the I'm going to This is the beginning of a conspiracy theory. Oh my god. The missing pilot episode of <gasps> Digital Louvre. Oh my god. It is somewhere out there. You will find it one day. And then you'll know who my shout out is. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> I'm hearing so many good sound design for this show already. <laughs> I trust in Tadia's creativity. Same. <laughs> I bow. <laughs> I mean, you guys remember what we talked about, right? In the other episode? Yeah, I do. I do. Okay, okay. I can also just tell you guys later. <laughs> you can't. But I like I like like keeping the mystery. I like that like one day the listeners will have the missing episode. The that day is not today. No. Or is it next week, but someday. <laughs> Maybe one day where we don't have an episode and we need to release something. <laughs> oh, and we go like the just lost like, episode. The lost, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what we're gonna title this episode. Episode oh, one. I know. Episode one. Big sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know. I'll come up with some ideas. Maybe. I want big sugar. I vote for big sugar and I'm ready to fight for it. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Is this it? Is this the end? Should we say bye? How long has it been? It's been 30, almost an hour, 50 something minutes. Yeah, Wait, aren't we going to talk about the topics? What topics? This is, the, this is it. This was it, I think. Oh. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I thought we were going to talk about like three different topics today. I think we agreed that we weren't gonna do that we were gonna <laughs> prepare nothing we we prepared nothing we agree i think that's I have what a we agreed again. on <laughs> i have a monologue in front of me Padia! <laughs> that, that's what we did last time and that's why we weren't doing it 
Because I was super nervous about it. <laughs> That's great. I was super nervous about it. See, this way is better because we don't get nervous about it. We don't get anxious. We just vibe. Yeah. We like. But yeah, dude, I watched like a two-hour French movie from the sixties because of this. See, that's trying too hard. <laughs> <laughs> which one? Yeah, exactly. Which one? <laughs> Release your monologue, please, please. Just present it. I want to hear it now, please. Read the monologue. Read the monologue. <laughs> okay. Wait, can I give some context first? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So the missing episode. It's the pilot. The it, it's what was supposed to be the pilot episode, but it didn't turn out that well because we had prepared way too much. So it, it was a bit. It was fun. It's nice. I like that episode, but but it was, it was just... like we were having a PowerPoint party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were having a PowerPoint party, <laughs> and uh, and then we decided to to redo it without any structure and just like do what we do, which is hang out and just have fun together. Because that's actually what we do. Best. The reason that's actually the reason why we want to do this because I just don't see you guys anymore, and this is the only. The only way we can see each other is like through Zoom, and then we might as well record it and pro- profit out of it. Ah, I'm yeah. sorry, I didn't want to say that. <laughs> I mean, the reason why Beep. anyone is on Earth is to hang out, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> We're on Earth to just that. literally hang out. So, <laughs> art imitates life. <laughs> so, Padia, take it away. This is so Padia didn't didn't get the memo that we weren't preparing for this episode. So she prepared and this is what she prepared. Let's see. No, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. <clears throat> Definitely not going to go through the whole Do thing. the intro. I'm going to well <laughs> No, but I was going to talk about the French New Wave and Jean-Luc Godard, a very cool French director that made made a breakthrough of the classical way of making movies in in the whole world really especially in France but it was about him and I watched a two-hour film from the 60s with a subtitle that went (laughs) back and forth (laughs) and yeah but I enjoyed it I mean it was great yeah (laughs) which one what was the movie the movie's called is in I don't know how to pronounce it correctly though um, is do you know the the name in English maybe? Uh, let me Google it. It's Pierrot le Fou. Oh, I watched that like a few weeks ago with my mom. It was on she TV. She did. Yeah, it was good. What What did you think about it? Um, it was good, but it's not my favorite like French movie from the time. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I like uh the one one that I liked. I like uh, Cleo from Five to Seven. But that's oh, very that's, like uh, Agnes that's Varda. Agnes Varda. She died recently. Yeah, oh. but like you could. I tell, mean, not like, recently. I think it's been a couple of years. But sorry. Yeah, I like that. Like that was really feminist. Like it was actually shocking how poignant it still was, even after all this time. So I liked that. But I liked the like the visuals of Pierrot le Fou. 
Yes. <laughs> I really need to watch this one, Cleo, from, from five to seven. You're gonna love it. It's just no words. It's just so I good. feel like that you can see how much like this these big directors are inspired by him. Because you can see yeah, it in he, Tarantino and like uh of course, he, Anderson. Yeah, 100%. Probably like the big, one of the biggest names for sure in mm-hmm. the filmmaking world. Oh, yeah. I actually looked at uh, the calligraphy, like the font at the end credits. And I was like, should I send it to Nicholas and Patty as like a reference? Like for oh. like a different reference for Digital Louvre. But mm-hmm. I was like, it might not fit. So I didn't. But I liked it a lot, like the primary colors. Yeah, it's it's maybe we could use it. We have a mood board of all the things we want to do, but yeah, and we're getting a new graphic designer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but what was also very cool about these movies is it's how vibrant all the colors are, and the clothes and the cars and mm. and I was thinking, is it because they use film? Was it Technicolor? Could it be that? I don't know. Like I what? Mean, wait, what? Technicolor, when they did like the coloring afterwards, but I don't know the details. Nicholas, if you know, please um, mm. feel free free to interject. But I I remember reading something that it was like more vibrant, like the colors in the Wizard of Oz. It's more vibrant than normal. Also in um mm-hmm. one of Audrey Hepburn's films, like the the unnaturally bright like pinks and like things like that and it's because of technicolor but i don't know exactly oh. how that works i have no idea completely like technicolor is when you uh paint the film right instead of editing the color it's through some other way is that that's that's what technicolor stands for right i think so i just don't know but yeah but i think this was done until I don't know. I don't. I don't know late, how. Right? I don't know. I know it's something that they did in the very like beginning of filmmaking. I think around the 30s and 20s. I think they started doing that. Yeah. I'm not sure, but uh, I don't know if Godard already like. Yeah, I don't think. I think they they shot in real color. Hmm. What What year was it? Do you 65, know? 65. 65? Yeah. Um, because. No, go on. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say that I know um, that they <clears throat> use it in the 60s um, because of this Audrey Hepburn film. I think, I think it was Funny Face. And that's in the 60s. And they, and they painted the role. Yeah, yeah. But could it, could it have been maybe uh, an aesthetic choice? to make it look brighter i don't think so but i'm not gonna say no like definitely because that movie had such a focus on fashion that it might have Mm. yeah i mean color in general in filmmaking is pretty important i would say like i think in this specific movie that you're talking about you mean like there was a lot of red and blue right and like exactly yellow The ocean was extra blue. Extra blue. And like the cars wasn't a regular red. It was like popping. <laughs> But the yeah, the co- everything else. The combination of these like very different colors, it creates, it's very, very used in filmmaking. You can notice it in a lot of movies. Like, and uh, it creates this 
subconscious uh, fantasy world, you know, because all the colors are don't really fit. They're extra. They're very extra, you know. So it cr- it creates this illusion of a fantasy world. So you can use color in a lot of ways, but I'm not sure if they painted the film in '65. I have no idea. They couldn't like. Could they really color grade films back then? I uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. Oh my god, I studied filmmaking. <laughs> and I don't know this. I mean, you know a lot, babe. <laughs> and we'll that's, look that's into cool. it. We'll research, and if you subscribe to our newsletter, <laughs> you'll get this information on your email. Do 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 do. Wait, man. Oh, Patty is looking it up right now as we speak. I think Psycho. Um, I also just watched. That oh, seventy-eight. Seventy-eight is what? When they stopped using Technicolor? No, no, no. That's too late. In nineteen eighty-four. Did Da Vinci's system introduce their first color corrector? No, wait. That's is, that's for digital. Like, that's yeah. what people use today to color correct. But we want to know if if how they color corrected analog film. I think they probably put lenses on the camera. You know, different lenses, uh, like filters on the camera, physical filters. I think that's probably one of the ways they did it because people still do things like this today. But. Also, just film in general is just prettier. Oh, it was <clears throat> it was introduced nineteen forty. Yeah, it got used in Until the early nineteen fifties. So, and I think in the sixties, that's when they started shooting in color. Because I remember that I think I think this information could be right. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but we can look it up as well. I think Psycho was shot in black and white, but the the studios were trying to convince uh, Hitchcock to um, shoot it in color because it was already available, it was already getting popular, and they really wanted to do the film in color. And I think, I think maybe I think he might have even had films in color already, Hitchcock, but he was like, no, I want to do this last one in black and white because it's the end of an era, blah, blah, blah. And it's it needs to be black and white for the whatever, the experience and everything. And then it was kind of like the last black and white moment, you know, yeah. and then everything from there, it's color. And I think Psycho is early 60s, but maybe you can look it up. And then... 1960. <laughs> <laughs> can you uh, can you look it up um, when people when I films, sound like the bingo woman when colored films uh, were popularized or something like that. Oh, also, says the same thing in the early 1950s. Okay, they were introduced in 1940s, but were commercialized. In the early 1950s. Because weren't one of the first ones, The Wizard of Oz, to be in color? But that's Technicolor. Yeah. So you're talking about color, shooting color. Yeah, we're sorry. Ta- yeah, we're talking true, shooting true, true, color, true. Yeah. 
but also can you imagine the amount of work that it is to paint every single frame Dude. of a movie a lot of people were out of a job well, after this but a lot they did of people it, they did it pretty well in wizard of oz because it, it's it's gradual no gorgeous mm-hmm. and it's it's gorgeous. it starts in black and white right so it's part yeah. of the storytelling yes it's oh, so beautiful and done. it makes their work easier because they don't have to color the whole film genius it was one of the first movies but not the first no but that's technicolor yeah we're talking about shooting in color which one was the first movie to be What's, shot in color yeah look, like yeah that's the question we're in an episode and, of jeopardy right now <laughs> or when did it become popular yeah if you know let us know in the comments yeah <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to get into all these uh, influencer, uh, how do you say, expressions. Give a thumbs up. Yeah. What are, what are they saying usually? Subscribe, like, follow, all these verbs. <laughs> You're going to be one of them soon. Watch share. This. Share. I love share. Because I feel like that's like the nicest one. That's like the least... That has like still has good connotations. Mm. My favorite one is promo code. That's you my want favorite. a sponsorship so <laughs> bad. You want to be sponsored so Who badly. Who does not? I mean, we even have a break for commercials. Yeah. Who do you think would sponsor us? I mean, they're not for commercials. They're for our own well-being. But yeah. Perfect place to put a commercial if you're interested. Yeah, if you're interested. Okay, so is this the end? Because there's two minutes left. I feel like we should say uh, goodbye. Um, yeah. yeah. Do we, we have can any, anything else to say? No? No. No? No. I can't believe that I came... Yeah. Never mind. That you prepared. I, I have a monologue for myself. <laughs> it was worth it. I can read it. for myself. <laughs> we'll post it on Substack. Yeah, we'll put... It's extra content. Yeah. <laughs> but... Thank you guys. It's always lovely talking to you. And uh, maybe we can like just continue for 10 more minutes privately. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're this we're gonna have a moment just for us. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah. And, and goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. goodbye. Bye. <laughs>